Hi everyone and welcome back to Discerning Consciousness Podcast. I'm your host Ant and you join me today for episode 105 entitled Mass Formation and the COVID-19 Ritual. So what I want to share with you all today is um, it's just a perspective on something that I suspect has been on all of our minds since March last year and that is why, um, why have so many people bought into the mainstream narrative and why do so many still buy into the mainstream narrative I should add perhaps that includes um, some of your friends and family perhaps it includes all of them so what I'm going to pick apart is this psychological process or phenomena known as mass formation and how that uh, relates to the idea of uh, a mass uh, a kind of collective ritual or uh, a spell amongst the general public because um, there does seem to be an element within which people have lost sorry I should say the ability to think rationally and perhaps you know people who are intelligent people but they've fallen for the lies and seem to be susceptible to all the gaslighting so the first thing to um, to mention with this idea of uh, a mass formation or a collective formation if you like obviously there are different words you can use for mass um, there basically there has to be uh, an object of anxiety within the general public so as we know in this instance we're talking about COVID-19 and the media generated hysteria that kicked off last March as we know now um, in order to deal with um, this object of anxiety that is felt within the general public there has to be a process um, whereby certain measures are taken. So in this instance, with this anxiety, uh, we've had lockdowns, masks, social distancing and fake vaccines, of course. And within the minds of those who are lost within the mass formation, um, to deal with the object of the anxiety, i.e. COVID-19, helps to create meaning for these people because it helps to alleviate or assuage their anxiety and lots of people online, I'm certainly not the first person, uh, you probably came to these formulations yourselves as well, that COVID-19, whatever country you're in, has given a lot of people, um, especially if you're in countries that um, they're not particularly religious, where there's a, a strong emphasis towards atheism, it's given people, they tend to be quite scientific types, and I'm not taking talking real objective science here, I'm talking fake science, tends to give them a meaning. And this is what one of the key uh, principles of mass formation is by being in the collective. Think of collectivism as essentially as another word for mass formation. By adhering to the rules, it gives people a sense of uh, mini meaning. Cause it's like a, uh, adhering, to, um, adhering to the norms of a religion or, or, or a cult, of course. I mean, they do overlap depending on your meaning. Um, and of course, there's also it creates um, a sense of solidarity or belonging um, to a group, um, because as we know, perhaps um, perhaps your um, some of you guys are are um, members of um, a religion or a church. Um, perhaps you're part of a um, a secret order or um, spiritual groups now. All of those um, have certain norms um, that you have to stick to, 
Uh, I've been part of various, as I said before, on Discerning Consciousness podcast, I've been part of various um, Buddhist groups um, locally in Southampton and when I lived in Bristol as well. And I was also part of the Gnostic organisation, which is is um, is really, a, in essence, a, um, a secret society, I guess, because you have to go through, uh, you have to be initiated um, into the order, but it's also known um, as a church, the Gnostic Church, um, I'm no longer part part of that. So within within any of these orders, uh, religious groups, spiritual groups, um, obviously by following and adhering to the norms of that group, um, it creates a sense of solidarity or a belonging to that group, if you like. Because as we know, there's a lot of co comfort in the herd or the collective. And that's, that's what I'm talking about here uh, in relationship to this theory, mass formation. I'm not sure of um, who first came up with this idea, but um, hopefully you'll find it interesting as I, as I go into um, more in-depth explanation of what it means in terms of COVID-19. So obviously, just as a background um, to COVID-19, certainly here in the UK, and I'm sure it's um, similar in a lot of where you guys are from, um, life was becoming more and more stressful. Uh, people, um, there was just more and more underlying stress, uh, um, kind of economic stress. And in a sense, there was this idea that people just didn't have the time and the motivation to look within towards their own shadow, uh, their own um, their own dark darkness within, if you like. Uh, and looking at the source, the source or the root of their anxieties. So as we know, as I've spoken about again before on Discerning Consciousness podcast, in that instance, we think of um, the teachings of Carl Jung uh, and the shadow becomes, so the shadow becomes externalised. And in this in instance, we see that for those who've fallen under the spell of this kind of uh, mass formation or hypnosis, if you prefer which is of course an important part of a ritual um people in this kind of state of mind they've they've projected outwards onto the virus their own inner fears anxieties and traumas and in order to assuage all of those principally their fears of course um they protect themselves by sticking to the rules by following along with the the kind of the collective rules in terms of tackling the so-called um, coronavirus. So what we're seeing is a mass sort of within the mass formation is also a kind of mass projection of the uh, inner the inner shadow, if you like. So just moving on to further explain and unpack this idea of um, mass formation. In order for mass formation to formulate within a society, um, there are certain conditions that have to exist within that society. And I think this is interesting um, because these um, these rules I'm going to talk about, or conditions, I should say, sorry, really do epitomise what life is like in British society because it has become, um, really in recent decades, very fractured and very um, disconnected, if you like. And that's especially been the case uh ironically enough, since the development of the internet. So some of the features of, I would argue, British society, some people might argue argue against these, of course, is a general lack of social connection, 
a lack of personal meaning and quite a widespread underlying depression, the sort of sy syndrome of the happy depressive. Um, and lots of free-flowing anxiety not connected to a mental representation. So what is meant by that is, um, because we're not existing on the Serengeti plain in Africa, the threats that we have aren't, aren't literal, they're representations like COVID-19, of course. Um, but if we were living on the plain, we would have real wild animals that would threaten our very, very survival, of course. So within a society like this, um, there is a general feeling that people have a sense in which they're out of control, there's a lot of anger, um, there's a lot of aggression. And as we've seen since COVID-19, society has become increasingly polarised. And in that and in that world, people are just looking for easy answers. They don't really want to delve too deeply because kind of like... Um, on a subconscious level, they know that, that that sort of inquiry would lead them to question every single aspect about their lives, their belief systems. And then that can be, as I was speaking about last time on Discerning Consciousness podcast, that is an extremely traumatic process. So that's why people closed that door down. Now, yeah, as I'm saying, um, mass formation can only exist when these conditions exist uh, within society. So the features of mass formation or mass collective or collectivism, as I was saying before, if you, if you will, is some of the, um, some of the ways in which people operate um, within the mass formation. Uh, I think they're known in the, in the alt media, you may be familiar with this meme uh, on social media, um, the COVIDiots, the COVIDiots. Um, so they operate within um, a kind of, they have a very small field of attention and they can only really conceive of a very small part of reality. Uh, and their, their emotional sensitivity only extends towards victims of COVID-19. Uh, I say that in a loose sense with all the ridiculous anomalies around the testing, but not those who have suffered due to harsh lockdowns. So there is a sense in which I call it a sort of, selective morality so if you point out with, to these people that actually even if we look at the official figures more people have died because of the lockdown measures than from covid19 i.e more people have committed suicide or due to um due to having this uh, for depressed people and those with extreme anxiety due to having their support services cancelled or people losing work or having their businesses collapse um, it's caused a lot of um, a lot of trouble and a lot of um, how should we say a lot of distress within society. But those who are um, those who are falling under the spell, the ritual of mass formation. When you point out when you point that out to them, these contradictions, they just can't hear it. And that's what I mean by selective morality. You may well have experienced it yourself. They'll just say, "Oh, shut up! What are you talking about?" They'll just they they'll um, shut you down because they can't deal they can't cope with any rational discussion about COVID-19 of course because if if they um, engaged in any rational discussion their whole belief system um, will begin to um, will begin to unravel so as a form of hypnosis um, they're not aware of different aspects in life um, like 
physical or psychological psychological health damage that's been caused by the lockdowns and this is what another part of what i mean by selective morality so they'll just um because they're just adhering to a very kind of strict very narrow norm they can't open their minds to look at the broader implications of the government's extreme overreaction to COVID-19. And also another feature of those who fall under uh, the mass formation hypnotic spell or ritual is that um, they have, though they've had, I should say, as things begin to open up, they've had no problems sacrificing what, what might have been important to them before COVID-19. So they might have been sports fans, football fans or soccer, as you call it, in the States, across the pond in Canada. They might have been regular goers at gyms, pubs, here we have in the UK, or bars, of course, across the lake, and cinema, leisure and hobbies, whatever. Um, they were they were quite prepared to let that go, all of that, not have any disquiet or anger towards the government because they got this kind of psychological charge, if you like, or kind of like an ego amplification by being in the collective, by feeling a part of this mass formation. So they've been more than willing to sacrifice um, individual freedom in favour of the collective uh, in a for form of, as I was talking about earlier, a form of type of um, extreme solidarity. And this is um, very much, uh, as we know, if any of you have looked into this area, this is this where it gets really disturbing, the idea of um, mass formation is the features or characteristics of it that can lead to totalitarianism, the likes of which we saw in Soviet Russia and during the Chinese Revolution under Chairman Mao, where literally, as we know, um, tens and tens of millions of people were slaughtered under this same thinking, same level of intolerance, which uh, in modern society would be like sort of left wing ideological uh, collectivism. Now, for those of you who want to study more of this in process, uh, more of this uh, in detail, I should say, it's good to look at the work of um, Solzhenitsyn, uh, the, Arch the, the, the Gulag Archipelago, I think, I, I think it's called. I might have got that wrong, but his, his work is being, um, yeah, being pushed or his book being, being promoted by a lot of people. I haven't read it as of yet, but I, I'm actually, I have to admit, I'm actually... I think it's called, yeah, the Gulag Archipelago. Get my teeth in. Um, the only reason why I haven't read it yet is because I'm actually quite scared um, where all of this where all of this could could go. And um, perhaps like a lot of you guys, I I have I have days where I go, no, surely not not with the kind of information that's we're not gonna we're not gonna fall into a Gulag uh, kind of a totalitarian type society. And then listeners in Australia and particularly Melbourne and other parts of, of the world might say, well, we're already there. What are you talking about? So, um, yeah, check, check out his work um, if you're brave enough. So here in the UK um, specifically, one thinks of um, the way in which the government have used um, uh, they've used the NHS as a Trojan horse um really to, to push their own kind of medical tyranny. So another key feature or characteristic of mass formation is this idea of save the NHS. You know, it doesn't matter if your cancer care has been, been cancelled, you know, in the last 18 months, because the priority is to save the NHS. and We have to free up beds 
uh, we just have to have COVID wards uh, at the expense of any other medical procedures. So a lot of these people who have fallen under the spell of um, the mass formation, <coughs> collective hypnosis here in the UK for a number of months, after the start of COVID-19, we had this thing on the Thursday night, on a Thursday evening where people, uh, I think it was about half seven or eight o'clock for about 10, 15 minutes, were encouraged to get out, to get outside the front of their house and uh, tap, uh, uh, smack um, saucepans and crash uh, saucepan lids together in a sort of uh, North Korea Chairman Mao adherence uh, to the government, which was very very disturbing and many it did appear that many 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 people um did actually do that i didn't myself of course but people in the road i live do it did do it and it's very very disturbing because it's kind of uh, a mindless um behavior that shows the extent to which people have fallen under this spell and um it's a, this is a very important point as well in terms of this idea of the mass formation is that many people heard this horrible phrase of the old normal and the new normal they don't want to turn return to life as it was their life before because it for them if it had uh, a strong sense of a lack of meaning they don't want to return to that because covid19 um, they're quite happy with a new normal even if it means as i was just saying they can't do the things they once would once could because now they actually feel part they feel part of something and by doing the ritualistic um, hand washing with the anti antibacterial hand wash and wearing the mask, this kind of ritualistic adherence to these very bizarre norms, they feel part of something. So um, pre-existing anger and aggression is directed towards the likes of us, so-called dissident voices or non-believers. Perhaps, I hope you haven't had any experiences. I've been quite lucky uh, generally so far. I haven't been verbally attacked for not wearing a mask. Uh, but I know quite a lot of people have. And you'll find that those that do that, who have to uphold the COVID-19 norms, they will be those within the mass formation. So the enemy or, or object of hate doesn't even have to actually exist. And that's what's really disturbing. So... Um, the the other uh, fascinating part of the mass formation is, and again, I'm not go go. Um, please do uh, go and do your own research. I didn't manage to find uh, who was it who first came up with this theory. Um, I've heard a few university professors talk about it, and I'm just sharing it with you guys today because I think it's fascinating. It's actually a fascinating process. So yeah, please do go and do your own research. So. Apparently, um, the idea of mass formation is the formation of three main groups within society. And I do tend to um, agree with, with um, these figures. So first of all, you have 30% who are fully indoctrinated into the COVID cult, fully paid up members of uh, the COVID cult or the COVID idiots, and they're completely hip hypnotised. They won't shift and they tend to have very, very me mechanistic types of thinking. And as we know, they might they might not necessarily be people of low intelligence at all. That's what's been so fascinating about looking um, about the different uh, psychological aspects of the COVID-19 event. So the second group within the three main groups is the largest, and that's 40 percent who are not fully indoctrinated, but they just follow the herd for a quiet life. So they might in the quiet of their own, you know, 
space in the in the wee small hours they might god yeah i really know this bullshit this covid I, why am i wearing a mask why am i have to why am i still having to social distance at work but they just basically go along they might not even mention it with their friends or their partner or their husband or wife but they just go along and i must admit these are the people that i have the, the strongest grievance with because i feel if if these people were prepared to make a stance this covid-19 event would be over within a matter of days or weeks but i think um it's this group through their mass compliance within um within the uh mass herd so to speak um mass group they they are the ones holding it up and that's why i must admit they it really does annoy me um, when i speak to people like that so anyway moving on the last the third part of this free main free main groups is 30 percent now they are these are i would imagine your good selves <laughs> far be it from me to be presumptuous so um these are the dissenting voice voices and we've not uh, been taken in by the the so-called appeal of the mass formation because um uh, we've been doing our research <laughs> over the years and we we have an understanding of uh, how the world worked and um, perhaps some of you guys it's more because you come from an interest in the spiritual esoteric mystical aspect of existence or perhaps for some of you guys it's more you're into the kind of political uh, conspiracy aspect of the control mechanisms I, t I tend to I tend to straddle straddle the two sounds wrong doesn't it but um i know um we all kind of have different entry points into all of this and perhaps some of you your main interest is 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 crystals or healings um doing healings um as i say it's all it's all fascinating we have all these amazing um different skills and um and interests so yeah um i just want to move on to say um lastly uh in today's episode um, as you're probably aware now, with people in the mass formation, one thing that we know, you can't use logic with these people because they are under a hypnotic spell. So perhaps you've had an experience of using, here in the UK, using government ONS official statistics to make a point or official mainstream sources of information to make a point and they still, they still will just say you're a, a a covid anti-vaxxer or, or refusing it they will just label you because you fall outside the the mass formation and i would say it's probably prudent um to avoid people who are in this state of mind because uh, uh, we're, we're coming to a phase now where self-preservation is the only viable option during these crazy times and here in the uk in recent weeks it's interesting because the government's agenda, you may or may not be aware, has moved on to this because um, we're having fuel shortages at the moment, uh, petrol or, or gas, as you call it in the States. Um, and it's, it's it's difficult to know the extent to which it's actually true. It's a, a media driven uh, shortage um, hysteria. But the emphasis is definitely shifting away from COVID and every other advert is basically all about the climate change uh, agenda. And whenever you um, whenever you listen to the mainstream news, that's all they seem to be talking about. So it doesn't seem as if the narrative is shifting. But at the same time, uh, it does seem as if at some point this year, the government are going to push the uh, fake COVID uh, vaccine passports. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see uh, where, where that where that um, 
how how that develops. But yeah, just on this last point, which I'm making, um, it's important to make sure you do um, protect your energy. So don't waste waste your time and uh, engaging in debates or arguments with people about COVID because you're just going to give away your psychic energy. I mean, it's different if people come to you and they say, oh, I'm a bit concerned about this. I'm really having questions. I'm really beginning to question what the government or the health authorities are saying um, saying about COVID-19. Of course, um, in that instance, then you might want to share certain uh, information with these people. But generally, I've learned the hard way. There's no point in um, yeah trying to um, trying to wake people up to your point of view. And I know it's really difficult not to do that because it's a very human impulse. Because we are in the midst of perhaps the greatest, and I don't say this lightly, but perhaps the greatest crime in human history. I know some people may well um, disagree with me on that, but it's such an evil clandestine uh, thing that's going on to be using a fake vaccine that's killed thousands of people and maimed uh, millions across the world. And not even to stop that, not even to have a moratorium and a pause it's just uh, it is just pure um pure evil uh, personified and yeah just lastly on this point about just a little bit of advice to you guys who might be struggling it really is important to be um to remain in prime physical emotional and spiritual health with what's likely to what we're likely to face in the coming months and years and to me that's the greatest form of rebellion during this crazy during these crazy um covid times is to stay healthy to keep your consciousness high is really the ultimate form of um, rebellion because all of these crazy measures are I think in essence about suppressing they really are about suppressing our consciousness so we can't um, think logically so we can't reason so we can't um, make wise decisions and really those who are within the mass formation and the uh, ritualistic element is COVID-19 that's something that they don't have the capacity to do which is think logically think in reasoned ways so it really is incumbent upon us um, to keep our consciousness as high as possible and I know it isn't always um, easy depending where you are in the world depending where you are in the world and um, whatever your life circumstances are um, obviously we're a lot of us are facing um, um, kind of a lot of profound challenges right now so I think I'll round this episode up today keep it nice and short and sweet so I hope I've given you some sort of explanation as to what um, the mass formation is and how it relates to um, COVID-19 and the fact that so many people uh, appear to be buying it into the uh, mainstream narrative and uh, perhaps it might um, help have helped to explain why so many even seemingly intelligent people have fallen under 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 its spell and um, are still adhering to these crazy insane rules and um, just can't see all of the um, absurd gaslighting and burlesquing which seems to get more and more um, insane as the days and weeks go by. So thank you all for listening um, today. I really do appreciate that. And always, as always, um, if you have enjoyed my musings today, 
Um, it would be great if you could share this particular episode of Discerning Consciousness on your own social media platform. Also, just as a little bit as a heads up, uh, I'm doing an interview on my YouTube channel um, coming up this week. So it should be available um, next weekend. I've done quite a few with Marie Fleming Grant. She's a healer and she's got amazing insights. And um, yeah, we always have a really good chat together. So look out for that on my YouTube channel. It's just Discerning Consciousness, of course. And as I say, that should be out in around about a week's time. I should have managed to get around to uploading it. So thank you all again so much for listening. And I will speak to you all again very soon. Bye bye for now.